My name is Kara Marie Morris and I'm your host. We are going to continue talking about leaving the shallows in, leaving the end of shallow Christianity. And in our first two foundational scriptures, we'll share Ephesians 3 and starting in verse 18, that you may have the power to be strong and to grasp with all the saints, God's devoted people, the experience of the love of God, what is the breadth, the length, the height, and the depth of it. So we are seeking to know the depths of God's love, leaving the shallowness of just knowing God a little bit, but wanting to know Him more. And then in Philippians 1, Philippians 1 and verse 9, And this I pray that your love may abound yet more and more and extend to its fullest development and knowledge and all keen insight that your love may display itself in a greater depth of acquaintance and more comprehensive discernment. So the more that I love God, love himself, because it says that God is love, the more that I know this love of God, the more I'm able to be that love of God to others. It'll be a display itself like it says here in verse 9 that our love would display itself in a greater depth of acquaintance so by this all men will know that we are his disciples by how i love how i love each other how i love myself how i prove it by loving others that god has placed in my life so thank you for tuning into the words and season podcast Remember, you can find more episodes on Apple iTunes, on Spotify, on YouTube, Instagram, and Facebook. But most importantly, remember that every time that you tune in, that Jesus has a word in season for you. So this week, I want to talk about being honest with God. Last week, we talked about being transparent, being see-through and saying, God created me a clean heart. But this week, I wanna talk about being honest with him. And a definition of honesty is being free of deceit, untruthfulness, being sincere, not concealing or misrepresenting the truth. So how can we represent the truth if we don't even know what truth is? And that has been an age-old question since the beginning of time. We see it in John 18. John 18, starting in verse 31, Pilate said to them, take, for, take him yourselves and judge and sentence and punish him according to your own law. And the Jews answered, it is not lawful for us to put anyone to death. And continuing in verse 35, he's talking to Jesus here. He says, am I a Jew? Your own people and nation have and chief priests have delivered you to me. What have you done? Verse 36, Jesus answered him, my kingdom belongs not of this world. And if my kingdom was of this world, my followers would have been fighting for me to keep me from being handed over to the Jews. But as it is, my kingdom is not from here or of this world. And Pilate said to him, then you are a king. And Jesus answered, you say it, you speak correctly for I am a king. And this is why I was born. And for this, I have come into the world to bear witness to the truth. And everyone who is of the truth, who is a friend of the truth and who belongs to the truth and who listens to the truth. And Pilate said to him, what is truth? So people have been asking that 
for, for centuries. What is truth? And in John 14 and verse 6, Jesus describes it so plainly. Jesus said to him, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am the life. And no one comes to the Father except by me. So we know what truth looks like, what truth sounds like. We know what truth would do because we have the word of God. So being honest is not concealing or misrepresenting the truth. Coming to God with an honest heart. Coming to God and coming to truth itself and seeing, okay, this truth in the word of God is not reflected in my life. So truth doesn't have to change. It's me that has the privilege of getting to change, to look like truth. And praise the Lord, God gives us that grace to look like that truth. So being honest with God is not an excuse to be rude or aggressive or impulsive. And to be able to speak the truth in love, we have to be willing to be spoken to and spoken the truth in love in our lives first. So God speaks that truth in our hearts in love where we need to change, where we need to adjust, where we're doing well. And as we receive those words, then we are able to speak the truth and love to others. So what does this honesty with God look like? What does it mean to be honest with God? What does it look like practically? First, it looks like putting down all defenses, all excuses, and allowing for a vulnerability with the Heavenly Father that will set you free. In John 8, 31, it says, Jesus said to those who believed in him, if you abide in my word and hold fast to my teachings and you are truly my disciples, you will know the truth. And that is the truth that will set you free. You know, we're honest with God. We let go of all the excuses. We let go of all the defenses, not like it's news to God because he sees everything and he knows everything, but it builds a deeper relationship with him so I let go of defenses and excuses and then it makes me acquainted I acquaint myself with this truth so that I know what truth and the expectation of truth is so that I'm able to be this truth to myself and recognize it for myself and recognize it for others and thirdly being honest with God opens the door that man or society or myself or old thinking says is closed. It allows me to see the impossible things as possible because I let go already of all the excuses. I let go of all the predetermined expectations of myself or what I can do or what I can't do. Sometimes in my life, I have believed a lie about myself that I thought was true for so long that I have embraced it as truth in my life. Just one simple example was growing up, I was horrible at math. I did not like mathematics. I did not like the class. I So in, in turn, I had this stronghold in my mind. I'm bad at math. I'm bad at math. I'm bad at math. And for years, I believed that lie about myself. Even though my parents tried to help me, teachers tried to help me, I went to special classes for it. But in my mind, I had a, a belief, I had an excuse that, oh, I'm just bad at math, so I'm not even gonna try. So then later on in life, I ended up saying yes to a job before I even knew what exactly what is entailed in that job. And guess what was entailed? A lot of math. And it turns out as one time I was doing that particular job, it was basic accounting and accounting money. And 
in the office, I was counting the money and actually having fun and, you know, sorting things out and figuring out what the sums were and the totals were and everything. And I realized I'm not bad at math. It is a lie that I had believed. I wasn't honest with myself or with God. Coming to God and saying, God, this is what this is what the lie is in my head, or this is the expectation in my head. The expectation was I was gonna fail, that I was gonna be bad at it, that I was gonna be bad at math because I've always been bad at math. But because I said yes before I even knew what it was, God's grace was totally there. And I found out I actually like this job and it's enjoyable to me. So this was just a simple example of showing what it looks like and the benefits of being honest with God and how that will lead us out of the shallow life and saying, oh, this is it. This is all my life is gonna be. But being honest with God, it allows me to put down my defenses, excuses, and allows for a vulnerability with the Heavenly Father that will set us free to leave the shallows in and go into the deep things with God. An example from the Old Testament is of Moses in Exodus 4, starting in verse 10. And Moses said to the Lord, Lord, I am not a man of eloquent speech or a man of words, neither before since you have spoken to your servant, for I am slow of speech and I have a heavy and awkward tongue. And the Lord said to him, who has made a man's mouth? Now therefore go and I will be with your mouth and I will teach you what to say and later on we also find out he brings people into Moses's life so that he is able to do what he is called to do we find out of course later on that he becomes the deliverer for the nation out of slavery and into the land as they of course God intended them to go into the land of promise but it was many years after that that they would enter but they were able to leave the land of slavery because Moses dropped all of his defenses. Moses let go of all the excuses in his life and he was honest with God. He was vulnerable with God. And he said, God, whatever you say, I believe that your word that you have spoken to me is more true than what I'm experiencing, than what I'm seeing. It allowed him, the truth truly set him free to set others free. So thank you for watching the Words in Season podcast this week. The word in season is that we have been set free. We can be free to be honest with God so that we can be honest with ourselves so we can set others free with the truths of God's word so that we can leave the shallows in, leave the shallowness of Christianity of, oh, I can't do that. Oh, that will never happen. Oh, I, that's impossible. Or this is what society said. This is what my family said. My family has never done that. Being honest with God, being vulnerable enough with God to allow his truth to penetrate my heart, my mind, my experience, my words, my work, my family, every area of my life to lead me out of the shallows in and lead me into a greater depth of insight into his love like it says in Philippians 1.9 that we looked at at the beginning. So thank you for watching. Thank you for subscribing, sharing it on your social media. And remember that every time you open the Bible, the word of God, the unchangeable truth, that that truth will set you free.